Okay. When I was a kid, I was just young and naive. I wore my heart on my sleeve. I thought that. All right. Hey, hey, welcome back to another episode of Social Media Revivalist. Today, I am so stoked. As we always hear real stories uh, of ordinary people doing extraordinary things for God online, um, today we have a friend of mine, Jason Camacho, who we met uh, during quarantine as well similar to maybe uh, a lot of social media people. Um, but Jason has a heart for Jesus. He is, uh, he's passionate about God, passionate about communicating um, the gospel in a relevant way to, to, to young people. And I'm so excited. Jason, you have so much to share, man. Thank you for being on and thank you for giving us the time, man. Good. Thanks for having me. Really. This is yeah. going to be fun. No, this is going to be good. Good, good. Well, Jason, uh, just I know people are listening. They maybe know you. They maybe don't know you as much, but would love to hear maybe a little bit of your story and who you are. And then also give us give us some backstory of how you got uh, involved in social media, in the social media world, uh, specifically with sharing your faith um, to to the Internet and people around the Internet. Dude, that's a big story. Let's narrow it down then. You know, I grew up in a Christian home, typical. Um, didn't really come to Christ till I was 21, 22, in a real okay. genuine way. And so God got a hold mm-hmm. of my heart, just really awakened me, showed me that I wasn't who I thought I was. I was walking mm-hmm. around with a uh, fake faith, uh, genuinely didn't know Christ, didn't know the gospel. And um, mm-hmm. thank God that He like awakened me and showed me the true gospel and showed me His grace and His love. And I've never been the same, absolutely different. Mm. Um, And so naturally, as a disciple of Jesus, you just want to go out and make more disciples. And so uh, I've been a youth pastor for five years, and uh, I love youth pastoring. But I know that these kids hang out on social media all day, every day. It's ridiculous. Mm -hmm. They just sit there. They'll just absorb hours of content mindlessly without even thinking about what they're absorbing. So I thought, I know there's a lot of Christian content creators, but I think God's gifted me to preach His Word in a way that's actually relatable to kids, uh, whether mm-hmm. you're junior high, high school, college. Like I think they resonate well with just the way God's designed me to deliver His Word. Mm-hmm. And so I, I hopped on YouTube because I thought it's going to be legit. So many people are going to watch my videos. I made three <laughs> videos out of like, I just want to do the basics of Christianity, just like how to read the Bible, um, how to know you're saved, what is the gospel. I did that. I think I got like three views on each video, gave up, just walked away. I was done. It's dumb. God is not with me. Mm. Um, Mm. A year later, I heard about TikTok. And to be honest, man, I was like, kids in my youth group were just talking about TikTok every day. And I was done. I was like, what is this TikTok? Like, they're always showing me TikToks. And like, this is lame, to be honest. But then God got a hold of me and said, like, no, I can use this for my glory. And so hopped on TikTok and, you know, just about a year ago or so, and I did something very simple. All I did was like present the gospel because I thought, mm-hmm. I'm sure someone's going to see this. And you know, what do you know? 50 people watched. And I thought, that's a lot of people. That's a ton of people. Yeah. But you know, you watch TikTok videos, they're getting like one, two, three million views in like two hours. You're like, I want that. And so mm-hmm. um, I just wanted to really voice um, what I think a lot of students and, and younger, the younger generation um, is thinking and not able to articulate or even get answers for. And so I would just, you know, one of the greatest videos I did, um, I think the greatest content, but also the greatest reach, was just Mm. why Jesus is God in the flesh. Mm. And uh, I did hashtag Muslim, hashtag 
Jehovah's Witness, hashtag Mormon, and I never looked back. And so many people wow. watched that video. There were wow. that was like my first engagement with like real angry, just mm. cyber bullies, man, they hurt me. And so I <laughs> had to navigate that. But that's how I got started is I just thought, you know, social media can be a weapon in the hand of God, you know, or it can mm. be a tool of destruction in the hand of the enemy. And so mm. I know that my kids are on that. I'm going to get on there and like just be available. I want to mm. be available to them and whoever else watches. And so mm. I think just from that, something else was birthed, which was obviously a ton of videos that came after that that I didn't really plan on making. Um, mm. I really didn't think I'd stick around that long, but um, I was there for a few months. So yeah. it's good stuff. Yeah, man. And so, you know, for, for people who are, who are tuning in, Jason's got he almost almost 170,000 people following his his TikTok page and uh hundreds and hundreds of videos uh with thousands and tens of thousands of comments and questions and um it's 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 been really cool. I I followed Jason right when I hopped on TikTok and I just saw what he was doing. I was like this dude this dude's just going straight for the word like you open the Bible, you you find a passage and you explain it and people are, are asking questions and you're answering questions and it's so cool. It was so cool for me uh, to watch you do that and to watch people uh, gravitate towards what you were doing. Um, and I guess, you know, one, one question that I have in terms of the content that you were creating in the, in the, in the format, I guess, that you were doing, do you have a thought of like, why, why did people why did people choose to follow and to listen to you uh, and to the things that you were saying compared to maybe like other, other, other creators? Yeah, I think insecurity plagued my mind every video. Hmm. I think straight up minimizing what God could do through my, my gifts was always a challenge um, with every video. It was always super insecure to just show up on. I mean, that's the funny thing about TikTok is you know, I did three YouTube videos. Weirdly enough, I don't share this with a lot of people, but I started to gain traction on Vine, A, when it was big, and then it shut <laughs> yeah. down, and I thought, dang. But that was more humorous um, before mm. I really knew Christ. And mm. I thought, with this, I want to be different. And so I'd had, you know, somewhat of a little bit of experience getting my face on camera. TikTok was mm -hmm. a little different because you see the floods of comments that just jab at exactly what it is you're insecure about and mm -hmm. so with every video I was questioning like not only who's going to watch this will anyone watch this and if they do like why would they um, mm. like if I do get people what would keep them sticking around because honestly I didn't think the content at all was appealing to people uh, to be mm. very honest because the gospel isn't appealing <laughs> to a lot of people mm. but I didn't mm. care I think through that I learned that people were attracted to the videos because it was content that wasn't uh, shallow. I think mm. it was just transparent enough and real enough and somewhat hard enough for them to actually want more. It challenged mm. their faith. It challenged, if they were atheists, it challenged their lack of faith. Uh, if they were, you know, Mormon Jehovah's Witnesses, it challenged whatever false belief system they had. Mm. And that's kind of why I was on there. I think I wanted mm. to challenge your standard Christianity, your standard atheistic worldview. I wanted to be a little different. There were a lot of TikTokers just sharing a Bible verse here and there, and I thought, that's cool. Um, and that was also one of the greatest thoughts I had to fight was to do what would get the most views. Um, mm. For a mm. while there, what, what determined the content was who, how many people can I get to watch this and what would be most 
um, attractive, what most appealing. And I had to mm -hmm. fight that and go, no, I think I want to do what honors God most. So I'd break open mm -hmm. the book of Ephesians. I'd go verse by verse, like literally one verse every video. That's why you said hundreds mm -hmm. of videos. Literally, I have yeah. hundreds of videos. Um, yep. Probably just on the Bible. And so I noticed mm -hmm. that people liked that. They just liked mm -hmm. having the Bible explained. They also liked kind of those challenging questions where it was like, why do you think you're saved? Like genuinely just coming mm -hmm. out swinging the first two seconds of the video. <laughs> why do you think yeah. you're a Christian? Like to make them go, ah, oh, dang, <laughs> dang. I just got on TikTok, you know, to get my little hit today. And I just got jabbed in the soul. And so hopefully, you know, I think that's why people resonated with it was mm. that it was it was you'd go from like kids jumping off buildings, you know, half naked women, you know, kids doing crazy stuff to like a kid right off the bat going, do you really know Christ? And it would stop. I think it would stop a lot of people dead in their tracks. It would stop their scroll, um, whatever you call it, their scroll yep. hunger. And it would just mm -hmm. dead in their tracks. They'd, I think they'd listen um, wow. because I was so in their face all at once. But in a loving mm -hmm. way, of course, like just presenting it like, do you know what you believe? Or mm. why are you an atheist? You know, I'm an atheist because, well, let's think about this. And so you get angry mm. comments, you get good comments. Either way, I think it was, either way it was um, relatable because it was deep enough to challenge the questions and the concerns most people aren't willing to voice. Mm. Um, either because yeah. they're lazy, apathetic, or just straight up concerned that their belief system might not be true. Mm -hmm. And so mm -hmm. that's why I was on there. And I think that's what people liked. It was, this guy doesn't play around, you know, he's not cutting yeah. any corners, he's not beating around the bush. If anything, mm -hmm. he's he's doing some cool stuff and so I think that's why. Yeah. Yeah, man. I totally agree. And honestly, like when I I mean when I would watch, I I would I would my my scroll would stop when I would see, you know, pop in my face Jason coming out and saying, Hey, and ask these hard questions and um but really give, you know, like also giving real uh as much as you can fit into a 30 second 40 second video uh like real pr provoking thoughts to say okay what what is the answer to this question and and sometimes i would i would close tiktok and i'd be like okay let, let me think about this for a little bit because uh there's a lot there um now you and i just chatted over the phone a few days ago and you were telling me obviously tiktok is, is limited because it's a short, short video, short form video, um, platform. And we're kind of, you know, there's a lot to say with the gospel. And so, um, sometimes you make videos on TikTok and, and it, and, but people don't really see them consecutively. So you might, they might see Ephesians one, one, uh, explained. And then the next thing they see is something completely unrelated. And so they might not get as much of that Bible study or whatever it is that we're doing. Um, and so you, you recently moved back to YouTube. So can you just talk a little bit about that and why you did that and, and what that, you know, how that's impacted your ministry online? Yeah, I think that transition was the greatest thing for me. Of mm. course, TikTok, you get like almost 200,000 people following you. Then you go to YouTube, you have like 500 subscribers. It can be super yeah. discouraging, super daunting. Mm intimidating you know you just want to stop but mm -hmm. at the same time I knew the value in YouTube for me at least personally mm -hmm. and for the way God's wired me the value mm -hmm. there was just greater on YouTube mm -hmm. because I could build a long-term relationship with people I could like bring them through things and like have a long-term impact on their faith 
Whereas, you know, half the people following me on TikTok, I was just one among literally millions of people they were following. Like, that's insane. Mm. I would, I'd, I'd just like, you know, check up on people. Hey, why'd this guy follow me? Dang, you're following 9,800. Like, <laughs> so I am, I was one of like the thousands of videos that were coming across mm. just their following mm -hmm. feed. And so yeah. I thought like, I can't build a relationship. My, I think my primary reason for transitioning was discipleship. Like, mm. I want to build disciples, not like just throw out a ton of information and hope it lands on someone for a day. Um, mm. And I was doing that, man. I was pumping out like 10 videos a day. And I knew they were reaching like thousands of people. But how many of those people were watching all of them and getting like the full, you know, scope of what it was that I'm teaching instead of bits and pieces? It's cool. But I know YouTube, like there's just a greater opportunity there to really disciple lots of people and to bring them through um, whatever it is they're dealing with in a very, you know, permanent way instead of getting their daily hit of the Bible, which is, I think, mm -hmm. what a lot of people treated um, TikTok as. If you were going to be on TikTok for Christian creators, you would jump on just to get your daily dose and then shut it down and go straight to like the, the other mindless videos. You'd be like, got my Bible mm -hmm. verse. Okay, I'm good for the day. And I didn't want to mm -hmm. be that. Um, mm. And so I put together like an entire like fundamentals, Christians basics curriculum on YouTube, mm -hmm. which is what I've mm -hmm. always wanted. Um, and I'm really proud of what God has done with that. Are there as many eyes on the content? No, but I think there will be infinitely more fruit than there were followers on TikTok. So I think the fruit of YouTube is greater than the followers on TikTok, in my wow. opinion. I just, I would choose fruit over, um, the number of people who get to see my content. And so I think over, over time with this YouTube thing, if people actually follow the curriculum all the way through, and there's like 30 plus videos, and there's like different phases, phase one, two, three, four, what's the gospel? How do I know I'm saved? Why read the Bible? How do I read the Bible? How do I develop my own Bible reading plan? Like all these basic things, how do I pray? I think wow. once someone goes through that, they'll be way more equipped than mm -hmm. even like, a hundred thousand people on TikTok who saw a few of my Ephesians videos. And wow. so, you know, I'll take the one disciple that will follow Jesus passionately over, you know, a hundred thousand people that just like the content you bring because it makes them mm -hmm. feel good. Um, mm -hmm. And so you can feel good and then do, do something, you know, in response to it. But what I'm saying is I think YouTube is just this different animal. It's harder for sure. Mm -hmm. But I think it's mm -hmm. more rewarding. And so I, I had to make that change because you got people asking questions on TikTok that I can't answer in a minute, man. Like, they're like, yeah. prove your faith is real. Man, I'm going to YouTube. And so I think that's what started is people were hitting me up on Instagram like this was my greatest mistake, but also my greatest reward is that I went on TikTok. I did a QA. and um, mm -hmm. I did like a live kind of TikTok thing and people loved it. You had kids from like mm -hmm. the age of eight watching up to the age of adults in the age of their 40s. And so you had wow. a huge range of people on those Q&As that I was doing, these Bible studies, and they were asking some solid questions, man. Wow. And then I'd say, look, I don't have time to answer all these. I would love to. Hit me up on Instagram. My DMs were mm -hmm. just exploding. Oh, and I could, do, I could do nothing. I was so overwhelmed, man. So then I thought, all of these people, like mm -hmm. I get 15 DMs a day, 10 of them are asking the same question. So rather than just, you know, give each person an audio message and repeat myself 10 times, I started to make videos on YouTube um, called mm. One Minute Answers or Two Minute Answers, mm. which was one extra minute than TikTok gave. And so Two yeah. Minute Answers where I just give an answer to what the most common questions I was getting on Instagram and TikTok. 
And mm. so I think that's how it started. I thought, I'm hitting a lot more, you know, birds with this stone. I'm going to stick yep. here and I'm going to stay here so I can point people to the content on YouTube. So weirdly mm. enough, I started to use TikTok as an avenue to get people to YouTube. Not even just yeah. for subscribers, but to be like, you have a question, I've answered that on YouTube. You're struggling with this addiction, I've, I've dealt with that on YouTube in a deeper way. Mm. So I think a lot of people that are on my YouTube channel right now, weirdly enough, came from TikTok. Mm -hmm. um, because they're like, yeah, I want more than just these daily verses. Explain mm -hmm. to me why I believe what I believe. Explain to me why Ephesians is framed out the way it is. Stuff like that. So mm. that's a long answer, but YouTube, I think, for me, was just more profitable. Yeah. Wow. I love that. I love that line that you just said. Um, I'm, I'm, I'd rather have the fruit than the followers. I think that, like, somebody tweet that out, you know, like, I'd rather have the fruit than the followers, right? It's, it's just such a, like, first of all, it shows, it shows your heart, you know, it shows that the reason that you're in this, it's not for yourself, it's not for the clout, it's not for anything like that. It's, it's for the glory of God. And, you want, you want to see people become disciple and you want to see people grow in their faith and reach more disciples um, with their faith. And so I love that you're doing that and I honor that. And I think that that's something that's not always found in, uh, in the world. And, and, and honestly, like even in the Christian TikTok world, like, um, you know, well, I'm sure everybody like their goal is, yes, I want to honor God, but, but sometimes that that there's always I, i'm sure there's always a struggle and we even hear it in some of your story it's like oh what about the followers and should i make content that people just want to absorb but um but it's it's so cool to hear your your heart in this of like i just want i just want people to to be saved to grow in their faith um so thank you for sharing that i think that's that's powerful yeah and i think hopefully whoever's listening to this like they they hear that as well and they see that God can use the small things uh, and and don't despise the the small beginnings um, even if it's five or five hundred YouTube subscribers God can use that uh, in incredible ways so I love that man thank you yeah uh, okay so now you've been on this journey for uh, I don't know like how how long ago did you start the first like YouTube video when you first started with this. Oh, really? Oh, okay, so it's all in this past year. Wow. Wow. Okay. Yeah, that's awesome. So tell us, um, obviously, like through YouTube and TikTok and back to YouTube, it's been a journey um, of sharing your faith on, on social media. Um, what what have been kind of like the, the highs and the lows of this journey of sharing your faith and letting God use you in, in, this, in this capacity? Dude, there are so many highs. Hmm. And probably just as many lows. Hmm. Um, I wrote down a few highs. Let me get them out for you. I think yeah. this will be helpful. Just the way I've, I wrote it down will be helpful explaining. Um, Great. I think that when it comes to when it comes to TikTok, the highlights were that people were being impacted clearly. Um, hmm. At least on a service level, I could tell. Like people were saying, "My life's being changed." Like I know Jesus better now. Like they were telling me these things. Now I can't oh. tell you the fruit of their life, but all I can say is what they were telling me was very encouraging. And so the highlights of TikTok was um, there was no community for sure, but there was a lot of influence in terms of pointing people to Christ. And mm. I think I had people on all in all walks of life, uh, atheists, Gnostic, Buddhist, Muslim, you know, 
straight up Jewish people, Christians, mm -hmm. all these different spheres, spheres of life. And mm -hmm. they were all pretty much saying the same thing as your videos have changed my life. Mm -hmm. And that's what kept me going was the highlight was never um, how, how are my numbers doing? The highlight was always God like, number one, are you being honored? And number two, mm -hmm. is there actual fruit eternally going to be born from this? And mm -hmm. I think it was pretty evident to see that you know, just from the way these people were contacting me on, on Instagram, every day mm. it was a highlight to see who was impacted, how they were impacted, what they were changing. Like to follow up with different people, that was cool. Mm. To follow up mm. with someone in Tanzania or someone in like Egypt and being like, how are you doing? That was exciting for mm. me to actually wow. know that like God was doing something through me that was impacting an entire community potentially in another complete continent. And so wow. the highlight was having that kind of influence and, mm. and knowing that Christ was being exalted through that um, mm. was was what helped me go to sleep at night, knowing that that mm. wasn't in vain. Um, wow. You know, some of the greatest, I, I wouldn't say problems, but the, the lows of it were that it was a lot of work to put the content together that I did. There was a lot of studying involved. There was lots of assembling, lots of praying, lots of you know, re-recording stuff and being like, dang, I was 59 seconds in or, and I messed up at the last second or dang, I went three seconds over, I got to redo that. I mean, I scripted mm -hmm. some things. I, I tried just freeballing a few. And after doing that and not seeing as big of a return as I, I was hoping for, like mm -hmm. I was thinking, God, I think you're going to impact millions of people, like a million people, two million followers. You know, I had big expectations because like, if God's going to call me to do something, I'm not going to limit him to what, you know, my ability. I'm not going to mm. limit him to what I'm capable of doing. I'm always going to wow. believe for the impossible. And so I, I went on that platform believing, like, I think you're going to reach millions of people. And he potentially mm. did. But to see, like, um, other creators, I think, doing fantastically and just graced in a different way than I was and getting mm -hmm. more traction than I was, Mm -hmm. And it seemed like their content wasn't as like thought out and prayed over. It was just like, let's just throw out a prayer, which is cool and all. It was just discouraging to me because I thought like, yeah. God, can I be doing something easier that gets more results? And yeah. I had to wrestle with that a lot. Insecurity, mm -hmm. jealousy, coveting, like what people like, like literally lusting after um, the followers and the influence and the, the fame other Christian creators were having. That was wow. something every day I had to constantly check myself wow. because if I didn't and that thing grew and I didn't tend to that, that covetous desire, man, it would leak mm -hmm. into the videos I was creating. And so no longer was it, no longer was it what honors God that was framing my content. It was what will get my name out there that was framing mm -hmm. my content. And mm -hmm. so just to wrestle through a lot of that straight up, that journey in life exposed my heart a mm -hmm. lot of garbage in my heart that I I knew was there but not on the level that it was mm -hmm. and so I had to I mean even just to be blatantly honest like to be on TikTok and to come you can't control the content that's coming through your feed so it can be like an old lady smashing her head against a fridge and the next video you know it's like this half naked woman and so I think for me um, there were just a lot of opportunities for lust I think a lot of mm. a lot of opportunities to to do things that lead to sin that weren't necessarily sinful, but, um, and then to wrestle through that at night, kind of when I'm sitting in bed and going, Lord, is it worth it to put myself in all of these situations where I'm tempted so much? Cause mm. 
Being mm. a creator, you want to know the platform. Being a creator, mm. you want to know what makes people tick. You want to know yeah. what grabs people's attention. So you watch other content and then mm. that content is never filtered. And so it just goes into your brain. You're, you're sitting up at night going, I know you, I know you work through me. But was it worth it to be in that place of temptation like most of the day? And wow. for me, I had to pull up, pull away and go, it's not. Um, as much as I love being on there and as much as I think God, have, could, God could have grown the audience, I just felt like um, my soul is negatively impacted by, in the name of social media, in the name of influence and advancing the kingdom of Christ, my soul is being negatively impacted. And so, hmm. of course, you can put up barriers and you can protect yourself, but I would rather not put myself in situations where temptation is more likely. I'd rather, hmm. you know, be wise, take a step back and ask, Lord, is there another way to do this? And I think YouTube, YouTube was that, hmm. where the content's more filtered for me. But the highlights really were seeing people grow like tracking their growth on Instagram and being able to DM them and see how they're doing and pray for them. Like really like yeah. talk to this kid who's like, my grandma died or talk to this adult that's like, I'm getting a divorce. And it's like, mm. you're reaching out to me. Like of mm. all the people in the world, you're reaching out to me and to take so wow. seriously those um, opportunities and not just to see each face as another number. Uh, that was super rewarding. There were temptations, man, to just see every person as a number. And mm. I'll be honest, I did that a lot. I, I literally, like, I would take away the username and just insert a number and go, you're just mm. one among 194,000, whatever it ended up being. And I, again, there's just so many ways in which God revealed my heart. And I thought, I, I'm, I'm so thankful you brought me through this to show me what needs to change if you're going to use me in greater ways in the future. I'm thankful that I didn't reach millions of people because my heart just wasn't ready. I mm. would have loved the approval, the applause. I would have loved the fame. I would have loved the popularity. I would have told you it's for Christ. Mm. But I, I started to see myself slip in a direction that I prayed God would spare me from before I even got into TikTok. Like I anticipated mm. my heart moving a direction um, because of the temptation on TikTok, whether it's lust or coveting or fame and, and the applause of people. I knew my heart. And so I mm. went into it saying, guard my heart, but I let my guard down. Um, and slowly, you know, with each and every video, reading the comments, uh, whether you get prideful from the good ones or you get insecure and you want to just pull the covers over your head from the bad ones, um, mm. there's a lot of opportunity, I think, for me to just be distracted from what matters. And that is mm. to know and love Christ, to literally just love Him. And mm. so I think I began to idolize. That was another low. It seems, seems like there's a lot of lows for TikTok, but there are a lot of highs. Like, um, mm. I, I think I just want to help people understand that when you move into social media in any capacity, understand mm -hmm. your heart before you even make a decision to get on. Because to not know your weaknesses and not know where you're tempted most leaves you vulnerable. And you'll start, you know, excusing temptation in the name of advancing God's kingdom, excusing putting yourself in situations that are compromising and, you know, make you think thoughts you shouldn't, you'll excuse those things because you'll do it in the name of God. And so I think when it comes to serving God on social media, know your heart. Otherwise, mm. there's lots of potential for just slipping up in ways you didn't anticipate because you weren't prepared. And so. Wow. Dude, thank you for that honesty there. And it's, uh, it's you know, it's, it's cool to hear how, how honest you were with yourself uh, and being willing to not, not let yourself 
you know, not, not lie to yourself and say, oh, no, 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 like, this is fine. And, um, and knowing your priorities there, like, maybe not everybody would, would go that route and not everyone would, would be willing to make that sacrifice, uh, especially, especially with the fact that you were seeing some fruit and especially with the fact that you were able to, to h- have people have these conversations. But, um, you know, I, I, hope, I hope that, you know, there's, there's that transfer so that the influence that you had on TikTok would transfer over to YouTube so that those, that fruit can continue to, to come out, um, maybe just in a different, on a different platform in a way that's, um, that's making just the same impact, if not more. Um, so that's awesome, man. And, um, and you've, you know, you, you've touched on this a little bit, but is there, is there like maybe one, one, one or two stories that, that stick out to you in terms of the people who you've reached that you feel like God has, has used your presence on social media to, to impact their lives? Is there, is there a story like that, that you want to share? Yeah. Um, Lots of suicidal people, mm, just in general, wow. just in general, wow. lots. Um, and it sometimes it just crippled me and it actually paralyzed me and stopped me dead in my tracks. Because rather than make another video, I thought someone just DM'd me on Instagram telling me that they want to end their life. And I'm thinking wow. about the next video I'm making. I think I need to shift my priorities and wow. really just talk with this person. I don't care if it takes me away from the 10 videos I was supposed to make. Like, and there were situations like where people would tell me straight up, I want to die. I want to end my life. And to be able to like be a resource and, and not be the reason they were spared from that, but be a potential reason that God used and to be a part of their journey and come seeing them come to know Christ. Like there were lots, like I said, there's lots of kids on TikTok, mm-hmm. kids, mm-hmm. seven, eight. Sometimes there were like five-year-olds who like just took their mom's phone while they're taking a nap and they're like, oh, watch me do a dance. And to have conversations with these kids, um, Mm. whether through my Q&As on TikTok and to see how they were being spared from what they were addicted to or what they were um, scared of falling into or the suicidal tendencies or the self-hatred, to see them actually like gravitate away from that towards the love of Christ was super cool. And I can't Hmm. think of any, it's been so long, like I stopped doing this probably May or so when I started YouTube. Mm -hmm. So the names are kind of fuzzy, but there are lots of people who Hmm. I can just think of off the top of my head. I can see the messages Hmm. where it was just like, I don't want to live. Or how do I know I didn't commit the unforgivable sin? That was a super common question. How do I know I'm mm-hmm. saved? I'm terrified because COVID struck. People are like, the world's yeah. going to end. God's going to God's going to reject me and condemn me to hell. Wow. I don't want that. Lots yep. of that question. How do I know mm-hmm. I'm the real deal? And walking people through that and not just telling them you're okay, but showing them where potentially they might not be in Christ was super mm-hmm. cool. Like you had wow. kids who were like, man, I never, I never checked my heart. I never like evaluated my life to make sure I lined up with what I was confessing. I just, mm-hmm. I just thought that growing up in church was enough. But you helped me realize like I'm not honoring God with my life. I don't mm-hmm. have love for His people. I don't desire to obey Him. Like I don't have a mm-hmm. conviction of sin. Um, and all these things, I think those were the most rewarding times where mm-hmm. you see someone reach out to you. I'm suicidal. And then through, you know, over days, maybe weeks, potentially months, they're like, man, I love God so much. And you're like, dang, like God used me. And then those other times where you got kids who are 
I don't want to go to hell. And then you comfort them, showing them that they really are in Christ. And they're like, I'm on fire for the Lord now. I'm done like mm. thinking about all the scary things. I'm moving forward in what I do know, and that is Christ died for me. To see those and stories unfold and to play a part mm. in that was super fruitful. Man, I mean, when I think about all the Instagram DMs that I got, and this isn't to be like, look at all the Instagram DMs. It's just like it was overwhelming to see mm. the despair, the hopelessness, the depression, the self-hatred, the confusion, mm. um, the brokenness in so many, I mean, grown adults, 30-year-olds reaching out to me and to walk them to be an answer to their prayer. Mm -hmm. So many of them was just like, it was humbling. Uh, It it left me on my knees a lot of times, just on my knees. And so there's Mm -hmm. not like any specific story. There's just a lot of the same story, which was I was broken. I love God now. I was scared I'm going to hell. Now I'm no longer focusing... Like I told these kids, I said, look, for all y'all that are terrified of going to hell, you can either live every single day trying not to go to hell, or you can live every single day loving God. There's a massive Mm. difference between the two. And to see that revelation click for so many, Mm. it was just like, that one video was worth it. And, you know, you'd have like 20 videos after that that's like, man, no one cares. And then there's like one video where people are like, you saved my life. Like, I didn't know Christ. I did not know the gospel. I didn't, mm. I've didn't. i grown up in church for 30 years. I did not know the gospel. And wow. to just sit back and go, Lord, you, you really can use a donkey. Like, you're using one right now. You're faithful. Wow. Um, wow. It was very humbling. And so I don't want to make it sound like TikTok was a disaster. It was miserable. I hated my life. It was like, no, it was yeah. so fruitful. But wow. the enemy is going to jab you along the way. There are going to be thorns in your side. There's going to be temptations that you don't want to go through. And um, I think at the end of the day, TikTok was the seeds of YouTube. Mm. To go through TikTok, that was, that was honestly the, seed, um, the seedbed for what I'm doing now on YouTube. And so I don't, mm. I don't at all think those months were wasted. They were overwhelming at times and stressful and confusing and took away from my family. And I had to learn mm. how to prioritize, keep God first above mm-hmm. serving him on social media mm-hmm. um, but I think learning to love God and make sure that's first while I'm serving him was a great revelation for me because I am I'm someone who gets so fascinated with the works of God that I forget to just love the presence of God I was just like mm-hmm. I want to do I want to do I want to do so much mm-hmm. so that it it was to the neglect of my own personal quiet time with him mm. and so yeah, just to be aware of that for those of you that if you want to be in social media and you're like, I want to be popular, I want to be famous in the name of Christ. Well, let me tell you something, Charlie. Like, watch your heart and make sure that you don't begin to prioritize serving God above knowing Him. That's like mm. my greatest, mm. I think, um, insight for you as a content creator, whoever you are, you're watching. Um, prioritize knowing God above serving Him because you can't serve Him without knowing Him faithfully. Yeah. It won't work out well. And so I've seen it. Wow. Wow. Dude, I'm like holding back tears out here, man, hearing these stories, dude. Praise God for uh, for that. And, and yeah, seriously, like just so, so cool to hear, um, especially, you know, people, people on the brink of death, you know, people on the brink of taking their own life. And um, 
And God's using you and your platform to to give hope, to give life, to give Jesus um, and the hope of of His glory. Um, and so I'm just so grateful that um, that 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 is something that you have been doing and that you're continuing to do. Um, so. Yeah, just want to say thank you for doing that. Um, and I'm sure that anyone hearing this will say thank you as well. <laughs> um, so, yeah, that's that's awesome. I'm so, I like, I'm just at a loss of words for, <laughs> for those stories. So, very, very cool. Mm. Yeah. I was yeah. so busy at one point along this TikTok journey. I was so busy on focusing on all the followers I didn't have that I truly mm. was neglecting the people that God had called me to shepherd through Instagram mm. through. And so don't, mm. don't get me wrong for those of you that are watching, like I'm not saying you can't shepherd people through social media. I'm saying mm. it's hard through TikTok. So I had to like transition people over to Instagram or over to YouTube in order to effectively shepherd them. Cause TikTok mm. isn't so much a shepherding application for me. Like that social media platform isn't so good for shepherding, but man, I would mm. let my DMS, it'd be like, there's 20 messages about, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'd be so focused on getting new followers. And then mm. God convicted me and it's like, hit me like a ton of bricks, man. Wow. It's like God showed me like, you are not even being faithful with the wow. few people who are DMing you. Like they're longing for you to answer their question. They're dying for you to like help them understand something. And you're out, you're out here trying to make better content to reach more people. But even if mm. I did get more people, I would still have that same heart with a million as I did with a hundred thousand. So it wouldn't mm -hmm. have mattered. Um, all that matters is that I was faithful. I tried to be, I tried to be faithful with the 15 mm -hmm. DMs I had. And sometimes that meant, you know, just forgetting about reaching new people. As weird as it sounds, like you learn how to balance the two discipleship and evangelism. And mm -hmm. so for those of you that, again, you want to get into social media, you want to be creators for God, keep it, um, Make sure you ask God to guard your heart in the sense that you are faithful with whoever He gives you. If it's mm -hmm. one person that you bring to Christ, like shepherd them, disciple them, mm -hmm. train them, love them, care for them. I was not caring for people. I was caring about my name, to be honest. Mm -hmm. And it was, ah, man, I just felt like the Pharisees when Jesus rebukes them over and over. Like you were supposed to be caring for these Israelites. And you're mm. stepping on their necks and taking from them and abusing and oppressing. And I wasn't doing that physically, but I thought in my heart I was. Like I definitely was. Just seeing people as a resource to get more people. Seeing people as pedestals to get to higher places. Instead yeah. of like getting down on my knees and washing their feet with the time God gave me. So, man, don't mm. forsake what God has given you and be so obsessed with what you don't have. I think is one of the greatest things I learned through it too is man, anything you have right now in your hands from God is grace. Mm. It's a gift. Mm -hmm. It's a blessing. It's something that is infinitely beyond what we actually deserve. Steward that well, not to get to higher places, but because he's worthy with a little or a lot. Mm. Dang, man. So many nuggets of wisdom out here, bro. <laughs> That's so good. I'm going to take that because like, you know, you and I are both youth pastors as well. And, um, and it's just, to hear that is a really good reminder of, you know, we might have 20, 30 kids in our youth group um, and hundreds of, I mean, for you, I not me, but like for you, like hundreds of thousands of people also listening to you on online. And 
it's just that also that reminder of, okay, I'm also like in these people's lives here in real life too. And so just, you know, just to remember that it's, there's, there is more to it than the online and the, and the getting the numbers and the growing and influence, but also like, how do I shepherd? How do I make sure at least like, if I'm not the one who's doing it, who's doing it? Like if, if nobody's doing it, then maybe I'm missing the mark here. Maybe I'm missing the point. Um, because, you know, if we're talking about discipleship, if you're talking about, Hey, I want to, I want to see people get discipled, then there's gotta be, there's gotta be that follow-up. There's gotta be those conversations, those that take time that one conversation could take an hour, whereas you can make five videos in that hour, you know? So, um, so that's, that's powerful word. I, I will take that home and, and chew on it. Um, yeah, that's, that's so good, man. Um, well, dude, uh, just kind of like closing up here. I want to hear maybe from you if there's, um, if there's one, if there's like a last word that you'd give to people listening or something that, um, that you, yeah, is on your heart that you'd want to share. Um, and also, so I'm, I'm combining two things here, but also like, are there people who, who you want, you know, you want to hear more of their story. You want to hear more of like what, what they're doing and how, how God is using them on, on social media, um, as kind of like bringing out this, this social media revival. Um, yeah. So what thoughts on those? Yeah, I think, I don't know a lot of social media, Christian creator, celebrity-ish people. I follow a lot of pastors, but there is one YouTuber that I think, I'm a Bible nerd, and so I think Mm -hmm. he would be profitable to not just the audience, but maybe the journey that he's come through. He has like Mm. almost 200,000 followers on YouTube, and so Mm. Mike Winger is his name, um, if you've heard of him. He, BibleThinker.org, I think is his website, but... His, his insight into the Bible is fantastic, fantastic, a great resource, uh, lovable guy, just genuine, caring, compassionate, kind heart. And so I think he'd be to hear his journey and how he's come to where he is while remaining yeah. humble with the 200,000 know, followers, uh, subscribers, I think would be a super cool conversation to hear. Um, hmm. The other question, which I'm trying to remember Something, uh, any last words, anything that you want to leave off on your mind with our listeners? Man, nothing that comes to mind. I'm sure like if you got me going, I would go off for a few hours and it's probably good you don't, but you know, (laughs) it doesn't matter who you are, uh, where, Mm -hmm. wherever you're at in life, social media is your thing or it's not, or you just found this on accident. Like I'm telling Mm -hmm. you the gospel message of Jesus Christ is the entire foundation of our lives. Uh, mm. I think a lot of people just want the greater, they want the deeper, they want the, the more. And yet, all of those things like are extensions of the foundational. Like you mm. want more, you want more fire, you want more passion, you want more love, you want more kindness, you want more forgiveness, like you want more mercy, and you want to see like miracles actually take place in your ministry and mm-hmm. in your neighborhood. That starts mm-hmm. with every day falling on your knees and like asking God, for a deeper understanding, not of more things, but of what you already mm. claim to know, and that's the gospel. And then mm. from that, like just like you know, professionals, they master their craft by just just mastering the fundamentals. Whether you're a basketball mm. player, tennis player, you master the fundamentals, and from that, like you can do the more advanced stuff. And so, mm. I think that's been a great thing for me to keep going back to the gospel. 
that Jesus Christ has really come in the flesh, that he's died and resurrected mm. for our sins. That's not something I move out, move away from. That's not something I grow up from. That's actually something I grow up into. And the deeper mm. your revelation and understanding of who Jesus is in the gospel, of how great God's mercy and grace is in the gospel, like your love for people, your care for people, like the way that God will use you, all those things will just skyrocket. Um, and so I just want to leave you with that because I think the tendency is to, like me, on TikTok, social media, just to want more and never be content with the fact that, no, he's died and resurrected for me. That is enough. Like what Paul says in Philippians 3, like he counts it all as trash, everything, for the sake of knowing Christ. So apparently, like Jeremiah says, um, to be loved by God is better than life. The love of God is better than life. To know Christ is better than any possible thing this world and this life can give us. And to keep that the center. Because I'm telling you the temptation for us, especially as you know, younger guys, is that I want more. And I'm not mm-hmm. content with who God is in my life now. And yeah. when you grow content with who He is and what He's done for you now, like He'll move you into farther places. Don't get me wrong. He'll advance you. You'll progress. Like You'll make lots of uh, progress throughout your journey. But at the same time, all of those things, are they hinge upon like loving him and being content with him now. Um, mm. And so like contentment is huge, man. Mm. The social mm. media world, it's all about more. It's all about not enough. It's all about yeah. insufficient, need more. But like the gospel is he's enough and anything else mm. I do doesn't affect my contentment because it's rooted in Christ. And mm. so to completely disconnect your influence, your popularity, your fame, disconnect that from who you are, disconnect that from your standing with God, disconnect that from your joy, your hope, and your contentment, because those things are rooted in someone who doesn't change. And that is the never-changing Almighty God um, who like loves you. And so let the love of God dictate everything you do, not the opinions of people on social media. So... Hey, there, there it is. You gave it to us, man. I gave it to you. I'm <laughs> sorry. Have something. <laughs> nah, that's that's what that's what I was looking for. Um, I love it. I love it. Such a good, such a good word to end on. Um, Jason, thank you for your time. Thank you for giving us those thoughts. And I think uh, so many people can benefit from this. People who are content creator themselves, or people who are just listening to a, a genuine guy share about his journey and his faith and how God's using him. And so I appreciate you. I thank you for hopping on this call and, and telling us more about yourself and, and um, dude, the best to you. Um, and also just want to say thank you to our listeners and to our watchers. Um, if you enjoy this, if you have any questions or thoughts, uh, please just shoot us a, a message or write in the comments or let us know. Uh, maybe maybe one day we'll have Jason back to answer some of these questions okay. that you have. <laughs> and, uh, and so there we go. So, yeah, so thank you guys. And uh, we'll see you guys on the next episode of Social Media Revivalists. Okay. When I was a kid, I was just young and naive. I-